Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 51 of Lean Blog Audio. It's May 13th, 2015. To find today's post online, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio 51. Today's post is titled, Another Experiment That Works in Healthcare, Safety Huddles. So following up on yesterday's post, which was uh, leanblog.org slash audio 50, yesterday's post was on seemingly successful experiments with ACOs, or Accountable Care Organizations. The other article I wanted to write about was from uh, HBR, uh, Harvard Business Review, on safety huddles in healthcare, and it was titled, How Every Hospital Should Start the Day. Now, I've seen some hospitals using daily safety huddles. It sends a powerful message when leaders make patient safety and staff safety a visible priority in the organization. Now, recently, I learned about how ThetaCare does a daily safety huddle, which includes weekends, and they do this via a conference call that ties in leaders from multiple hospitals. Now, a safety huddle, or the practice of starting every meeting with safety as a topic, it can't be just about talk. It has to uh, lead to follow-up actions that improve safety. Leaders need to create a culture where safety truly is a priority, and they need to make it safe. Um, that's the first thing. Make it safe for people to speak up about risks and concerns. And, and Theta Care and these other organizations I've seen do a really good job of all of that, just getting beyond, getting beyond talk and driving improvement. So in the HBR post, it says this. In the spring of 2013, Advocate Healthcare, one of the largest U.S. health systems, banished all meetings between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. And as an, uh, an aside, I'll point out that ThetaCare uh, does a similar thing. And instead instituted mandatory hospital-wide leadership huddles to discuss safety issues. Most of these huddles take just 15 minutes and allow hospital leaders to develop situational awareness or a collective understanding of the state of operations and report and anticipate safety events such as falls, medication errors, and delays in care. But the introduction of huddles reports of safety events across advocates' 12 acute care hospitals increased by 40%, indicating improved detection. As staff members responded to leaders' commitment to safety and transparency, while safety events have continued to dramatically decrease. Problems that were previously unknown or unresolved are now addressed in a day or two under the direction of the hospital president. Today, huddles occur seven days a week, 365 days a year. End of quote. Now, that's a very common dynamic at first, where reports go up as people are being more open and honest, and actual events go down as problems get resolved and future harm is prevented. Now, the HBR article talks about how the huddles are often led by the president or CEO. They use terminology that I've heard before, calling something a, quote, good catch instead of a near miss, because good catch sounds more positive. Now, I mean, personally, I'm fine with the phrase near miss, I mean, it's a statement of fact, but maybe that's my engineer brain. If good catch uh, helps drive improvement, okay, that's that's fine. But if you go to the blog post today, again, leanblog.org slash audio 51, there's an eight-minute video that's described um, as, as something that's being used in safety huddle training. Um, and, uh, you know, it shows an actual huddle taking place. In the video, you hear leaders talking about patient safety events that had occurred, and uh, they're, they're pointing out risks and things for people to be aware of. Advocate Healthcare, like ThetaCare, um, has this two-hour no-meeting zone each morning, which frees up time for leaders to go to the Gemba and gather information that's needed for the huddles. Now, Advocate started, and I guess what could be called an experiment. You know, they did 
huddles on weekdays. And because the huddles were so well received, they were expanded to weekend days. You know, patient safety and the need for improvement really takes no days off. Uh, if there's patients there, if there's people providing care, you should do the huddles. Now, I also reached out to some leaders at Mary Greeley Medical Center in Iowa, where I've observed the safety huddle. Their CEO, Brian Dieter, said that the items uh, of greatest benefit from their huddles are, one, far better understanding of challenges in both clinical and support roles. Two, including employee safety as well as patient safety was an important early win. Three, greater communication and the occasional crowdsourcing of solutions. And four, the cascade of communication happens much more quickly now. And he adds, quote, if someone is thinking of beginning this practice, they need to give it a chance and make it a visible commitment. We stand up and it lasts 15 minutes each day. At first, leaders struggled to talk about things about which we didn't know the full details. Now that's becoming the norm. And if you go to the blog today, you can see a video of Brian Dieter talking about their improvement approaches uh, via uh, the company Kinexus. Um, so also chiming in was Karen Kilrosser, their chief quality officer, and she said, quote, Our huddles are three-tiered. They start at the bedside with shift-to-shift -shift report, then proceed to the department huddle, and then on to the organizational management huddle. This promotes the full circle of patient and employee safety issues being brought forth real-time, end of quote. And again, if you go to the blog post today, you can see a video interview with Karen, and uh, you can also go find... Uh, there's a link to my podcast with her about their Baldridge journey, and that's at leanblog.org slash 218. That's podcast episode 218 of the Lean Blog, uh, my original interview Lean Blog podcast series. So a question for you. Is your organization using safety huddles? If so, what are the key lessons learned? If not, what would it take to get your CEO and senior leaders directly engaged in safety improvement if this, in this way? even if it's just initially an experiment. So again, please come to leanblog.org audio 51, or you can email me, mark at leanblog.org, if you have thoughts or ideas or experiences to share. Podcasts are sponsored by Kinexus, where we're passionate about helping the world improve and innovate more effectively with our web-based software. Learn more at www.makeimprovementhappen.com.